We are live. We're back with episode four zero of Shooting Debris. Forty. We've been here for forty episodes. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That is a lot. Um, and that's the voice, not of Dolly. That is the voice of and Dolly's showing off all her drinks, which we did a podcast with Michaela for last week. And uh, Dolly started just opening random, like opening each, like in a row, a bunch of cans in a row. Just choo, 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 and, and Michaela's like, how many drinks are you opening over there? It's supposed to be, it was a bit. So she's going for it. I have a nice, other oh, opening another one. So this is, we have Nikki and and uh dolly is here too but dolly is too busy opening <laughs> drinks to say anything <laughs> hi thank you for joining us and being here we are remote but we are all in in different places in the same area so it's pretty cool yeah yeah thanks for having me dude thanks for being being on the show thanks for being the best we are being, yeah, thanks for being the best. You've been on. You're the person who's been on the most now. I think out of anyone. Woo! Yeah, everyone. Everyone else, you guys suck. Okay, I wasn't gonna say. I wasn't gonna put anyone down. I think everyone's just, just as cool. Everyone has their different coolness about them, which is why having different people on is so great. Yeah. Um. So we are. Um, we are coming to you live in the middle of daylight savings when it's pitch black outside. So it feels way later than it actually is. It could be midnight, but it's only 7.56 p.m. And you're listening to yeah. this at any, any random time. So so what's, uh, what's new? We just got to catch up with you for a second. Oh, um, I got a dog. Yeah, you, you did. You have a puppy. Yeah. Do you want to see her? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I know that the, the the people the the listeners can't see her, but I'm gonna ask you both to describe her in great detail. Okay, so. okay, okay, we will, we will. That's Hang exciting. On, I, I gotta go get her. So oh, you can keep your yourself. you can keep those in. Actually, I think you're oh cool. You're connected. Um, Dolly, let's talk about she's Sammy while she's confused. getting her dog, and the recent the okay. recent yeah. development where Sammy's not allowed in the kitchen, but somehow <laughs> she was standing on the counter. Yeah, it's tonight not a recent a development. Post. Oh, this she's my always dog. Counter. Ooh, she's so that's a cool puppy. Isn't she is so cute? What, what's is is this a purebred or what kind of dog are we talking? No, about? she's a mini Aussie Doodle. Oh wow! Okay, I was gonna say there's got to be some poodle in there or something. She's looking oh, right at you. Awesome. The best <laughs> that's amazing. So she's a puppy. Okay, I gotta describe her in detail. Imagine so a sheep, cute. but a black sheep, with white. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little and miniature she has little sheep. Socks too. Yeah. Oh, you know what you kind of dog like, she um, looks like? Natural. Mm-hmm. She looks like you no, guys know in 101 Dalmatians the movie with Jeff Daniels. Yes. Um. She looks like the 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 uh, not the sheep dog, the the big dog that leads all the puppies from uh, oh, with the, the with like the, warehouse with the long... back to London. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Can we go back to? Do you guys know 101 Dalmatians the movie? <laughs> not I meant the show. live action. Not... <laughs> like, oh, I meant live action, oh, not the of... cartoon. <laughs> Oh yeah, but uh-huh. the cartoon is still considered a movie, also. And I was thinking I Cruella for a moment because that's the new one. Which Cruella was great. Um, my cat growing up was named Bootsy because his paw—he was black with white on his face, and he had boots, but like white, white legs with feet and paws. Oh, he was very cool. And then he ran away, but white, he was really cool. White paws or black? White paws with a black body and then white on the face, too, like a little racing oh, nice. stripe. And he was real fast. That's not because of the stripe. <laughs> but he was just but he was so fast. He ran away from us and never came home. That's then I saw him up the road six months later and he just ran off. And cats kind of sometimes <laughs> do that where dogs are super loyal and will come back. Yeah. The only cat that would come back is a cat we have now, Henry, because he like just wants to hang out with us. And he's like a dog. But every other cat I know name. is like. Yeah, 
Henry. It's like, it sounds like you're talking about a person, too. Like, Henry peed in the living room this morning. Could be a person. <laughs> you know? Gonna be like, yeah, you gotta clean him after him all the time. He's such a, he leaves a mess. He pukes on the stairs sometimes. Real, real drunk. Why doesn't he, why doesn't Henry pay rent? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, he, he, he's a freeloading son of a gun that pukes on the stairs. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> you know, clean. It just sounds like someone's got a real problem. Yeah. He doesn't clean yeah. up after himself. He licks himself all day. It's really disturbs the rest of us roommates. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't like cats. Did you guys He's eat dinner? Out. I did. Oh, yeah. Did you? What did you eat? Pasta. Yeah. Oh. Was this an Italian night? I had pizza because it was easy. Oh, yeah. I had lasagna. So. Yeah. Holy cow. I had ravioli. I, um, um, I keep trying to find the um, croissant crust pizza that I hear so much about from DiGiorno, and everyone's like, it's so good. And every time I go to the store, they don't have it. I probably got to go to a different store because they just don't carry it. But it's supposed to be like crack, and I have never had crack. But I imagine <laughs> that it's probably good if you're into that kind of thing. And for me, I'm into pizza. So yeah. this was just, I was I was cleaning the hot tub tonight. I, today was super productive. So I t- cleaned up all the piles of leaves in our yard, cleaned the hot tub out, which is a three-hour process of like draining, wiping it out. Um, cleaning up a bunch of green, dried, gross, whatever's in there from the water. And people barely were in it this time. So I know it's not us making the gross slime. Yeah. Is it like that, algae or what? Yeah, the dry. It looks algae-esque, but it dries, and it's just like you got to scrub it all off everything, and then you have to put a uh, shop back up to each of the jets, which we have 48 of them, and blow all the water out, and it hits you. So you're pushing the hose up to one, and you get hit on the other side with water in the back of the leg, and it's like coming out over here. It's fun. And you got And in the middle of winter, also not good. So every three months, you got to do it. Last time, it was end of December, and I was out there in like... 35 degree weather cleaning it for three hours so it's terrible you deserve that pizza yeah yeah so the pizza i was like there's not enough time to make anything good yeah it was a good good productive day yeah at the start of the pandemic i was i actually should have done it i was looking into ordering frozen pizzas from like east coast pizzerias Cause that nice. took off. But can you do that? I didn't. Yeah. You can do that though. Mm-hmm. And they do they fly them over, frozen? I don't know. But you can't get them in the store. You have to actually order right. them from the East Coast, and then. Yeah. Then you get them in like a freeze dry, like um, what do they call it? Oh, dry ice? I was like, oh. what do they call that stuff that keeps stuff cold? <laughs> ice, in dry yeah. in dry ice, and then you're like good to go. I don't know. I didn't or do something. It. I don't know. <laughs> well, I know Britney Spears back in the day would order a latte from somewhere and get it flown to her, like on a jet from like 40 minutes later, she gets it wherever she's at. Cause she wants her latte from somewhere, which was pretty cool. Yeah. That's boss, boss status. Uh, did you guys watch Halston? The mini series on Netflix? No. Um, so he was a designer in the late 70s, early 80s. And um, he did that. So he would have a restaurant in New York, like uh, Manhattan. He'd place an order mm-hmm. and then it'd get uh, flown to him in, um, what's that place called? It's like a beach. City? It's not Montauk. It's uh, Virginia the Beach. The other one. Somewhere. Oh, like East Coast. Yeah. So how long like but it would this food be cold? I would assume. Yeah, be like room temp. <laughs> You're like, I gotta heat it in a microwave, but it's amazing. Yeah. Well, if you have money, yeah. That's that's what you do. Or I just make stuff myself. I was thinking about this the other day, I was like, there's all these fancy steak houses and things like that. And it might be the fact that I just don't go out and eat as much now, but I'm like, I could buy a steak for ten dollars at the store and make this really, really good steak at home. And not need to spend fifty or sixty bucks uh, for the ambiance, which is kind of cool too. But yeah, if money was no object, what's one thing you would have in your home? That's such a Ooh. good question. I already know. I also but still I'm... want to hear about your raviolis. So <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, we're gonna come back to those raviolis. Let's hear about. I'll tell you all about the pizza too in detail if you want to go and do that. 
I kind of want okay. I kind of want a statue with a fountain in my house. I want a fountain that has a statue Ooh, with water cool. pouring out of it inside. Which I think is possible. Inside, yeah. or, inside or outside? Inside. Oh. oh. Nice. Wait, I want one on the back porch out by the hot tub. That's what I want. Yeah, that's nice. better than inside. Yeah. So you can look at it a, while you're hot. I already tubbing. have a fake palm tree outside. I have a fake one in here. Yeah. I have uh, I keep buying Hawaiian things, so I have like I got this little dish. Here I'll show you guys. Um, with with gold <laughs> pineapple oh, for my little SD cards. Nice. So all these things are making it feel like I'm just obsessed with warm tropical places cuz I am. Cuz you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nikki, what's so, your answer? Uh, yeah. I have so many. Uh, I want a sauna. Nice. And Cedar? I want... Pine? Yeah. No, I want uh, I want to smell like a campfire. Whatever the Cedar's one is campfire. that smells like marshmallow. There's a wood that smells... Oh, marshmallow wood? I've never heard of that. Like, you know how saunas kind of smell like marshmallows? Uh, when it's when it's heated <laughs> no. up. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, cedar <laughs> cedar is a very cedar's expensive, but it's a really popular one for saunas. Okay, then probably cedar, because mm. money's no object, so it's not expensive. No, and no. Exactly. You know what you need to do? You need to take down a redwood tree, and build your <laughs> sauna out of redwood. redwood. Yeah. Build my sauna. Yeah, okay. take out a whole forest because uh, you wanted one tree. I <laughs> I also want. Um, I want an art piece by an artist named James Terrell. Okay. And I was actually just talking about done? this the other day, that same question. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's is what this, I want. Uh, what, who is this James Terrell? He's just a really cool artist and he does a lot of fun stuff with light. So mm -hmm. I really want like a cool, big, he makes like giant, giant pieces of work with light. Um, Kendall Jenner has one in her house. Right. I watched your house tour the other day. So you're YouTube. saying yeah. like there's lights that are shining in the art installation sitting like, it's sitting. No, it, like the light is the art installation. Got it. I mean, mm. he does lots of things, but that's what I like of his. Um, and yeah, it's it's cool. It's kind of I'm not describing it very well, but that's what I want. So nice. Well, I'm gonna have to check it out because yeah, I'm sure. It's just like you're looking and you're like, where's this light coming from? And you can't tell. And that's the magical illusion that he does. Like, like let me find a picture. Um, hey, I I gotta, I'll your, look up his name, too. For everyone Dolly. at home, what's, what's his name? James Terrell. James Terrell. T-E-R-R-E-L-L? T-U-R-R-E-L-L. -L. Oh, James Terrell brought up a picture of a woman. Is that right? No, not her. No, that's Terrell James. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. Terrarium. Just, just flipping the name around. Yeah. Terrarium. Oh. Terrarium. I want one okay. big terrarium. Huh, you want a terrarium? I see. So what he's gonna what he's gonna do is take a space you have and turn it into this magical experience. Yeah. Exactly. Holy cow! Cool. This is cool stuff. There's one of his where it's a staircase that looks like you're walking up into into like the a sky. skylight. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that real stairs? I like that one. Yeah. What? What if you walk up and you just hit your head and he painted the ceiling blue? And that's that one makes me think of the Truman Show. Yes, oh. like you're walking out of your, out of your fake experience. And speaking yeah. of the Truman Show, isn't that interesting? It's an interesting um, essay on humankind because it's like everyone's mm -hmm. in their own show in a way. We're just not being filmed every second that we know of, but. Everything is kind of catered. It's cool. I love that movie. It's a cool movie. Nice. What's your answer, Dolly? I would want a an art curator who mm -hmm. like moves my paintings from home to home. So like in the winter, all the so you have more than one home in this scenario because yeah. you're rich. yeah because money is no option yeah. Um, no, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like a live-in home live-in home art curator and mm -hmm. uh, so so they would move paintings around by the season so like all the Rockwells would move to mm -hmm. you know the house in I don't know 
the woods or something. Because you have every rock. You'd have a lot of rock wells. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dang it. Now I feel like my fountain thing, I could go achieve that tomorrow. <laughs> it's not really that big of a deal to put a fountain outside. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to change mine now to... Uh, I just want someone to come cook me all the best food I could possibly eat at any time. And I and I can, like, help out, but I also don't have to do it. But I'm eating actually things that are really good for me and, like, amazing meals all day. Yeah. It's basically, like, um, Tom Brady spends a million dollars on his body per year, I heard. And that's, like, weird to say, but it's not like his – it's just his diet. It's everything. It's not like he's like, hey – just put a million dollars, make my body look good. But he does all these things, but the chef is part of it, all these things. So you get someone making you like the best, like, and when he, I think he went vegan for a while or something. Someone was saying something about that. And you're like, well, it's easy to go vegan and have the best, if you have the best chef cooking you all these amazing meals, sure. I'll go vegan. Yeah. If you have <laughs> make the resources whatever. to fund it. Yeah. Whatever's really good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think a home, home chef would be it. That'd probably be it That's too. a great answer. Yeah. Because food is food's essential. How but, was your ravioli, Dolly? It was really good. Yeah, we're going back to the ravioli. <laughs> it was uh, spinach <laughs> and ricotta. Yeah, um, that's the that's the classic. Yeah. Yeah, and then I use pesto sauce. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was really yummy. So I feel like a little pesto goes a long way. Cause I like, sometimes we'll do that as dollops on pizza with, um, I did it for my niece and nephew last week. I was watching them and their mom was like, Hey, I made pizza doughs in the oven. Or I mean, I mean, well, yeah, they made them, but they're like, they, you can put them in the oven. I had to roll them out, do all this stuff, but they had pesto too. But doing, I did what I followed the mod pizza thing where they lay out the red and they put dollops of pesto around on it. If you ask for it. They don't yeah. do that without you asking, but it was super good, but it was whole, it was half like whole wheat crust. And so it's kind of weird when it's a mix. Cause I'm used to white flour dough. And so the whole wheat one is good, but it's like thicker you can't get the same rollout really smooth thin one as the white flour. Um, but they have like this amazing $400 air fryer that, for an air fryer for $100. It does a lot of things. It's like an oven and a whole thing. It looks like a microwave. I'm doing this for like a square. I can't get it into the frame. There it is. Um, but it's, yeah, so they're like, oh, use that. It's better than the oven. But then I'm like, well, it takes 18 minutes per pizza. I was like, why don't we just turn the wow. oven up to 500-something degrees and put this cast iron in there? And it was like, that's the way to do it. It just, like, you put it in a cast iron pan, put the pizza in, and it just, like, sears it. It's, like, scorched, and it's so good. Nice. That sounds awesome. So I I used I got into making my own pizzas after our drummer was showing me years ago that he did it and he was like oh yeah you just take the pizza peel and you just he's like it takes a few pies to get good at but you just throw it off the pizza peel and it flies onto the stone in the oven and he said a few of them like flipped over and just everything went all over his oven and I was like I'm not gonna risk it so I take a spatula and I like inch around it and like put it onto the stone. Um, but I did it for a while and now I'm like, well, if I do that, it's like, I got to prep all these ingredients. And so I barely do it now, but it tastes so much better to do it all yourself. Yeah. I'm a Neapolitan pizza so. kind of person. Like the ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Like I like What's a New a York Neapolitan slice, pizza? but it's not, it's too like, uh, I don't know. Always feels like it's greasier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not expensive. Is Neapolitan so. a New York style? What's, Neop- what's Neapolitan? No. Neapolitan is um, the Italian style. It's like thin. They put it in like a oh. a brick oven with uh, like wood, uh, like a wood fire inside the oven itself. Um, so this is this is like Topolino's, the no. one in Bellevue. Topolino's is not it's like Neapolitan. Spark Pizza or Sparks. Spark in Redmond, they have really good oh. new. Oh, I've never been a Spark. Well, that's cool. So yeah. it's not it's not what's on it; it's the style of the dough. Yeah, okay. style yeah. of the dough and the um, the cooking method. Would it's you like say you know what you know when the pizza crust is. Pollicholis? No. Pollicholis is. Pologlios. Pologlios is that the one in? Pelogleos in Bellevue. Is That's that one? Best. Is I've that Pelogleos? Might be that my 
That might be my favorite way to say that name. I would say Pelogleos from now on. Yeah. You go over to Pelogleos and get one of those Mexican Cokes and slices. Because <laughs> I see Pagliacci's and people are like, it's Pagliacci. Pagliacci. Pelo. Pal- yeah. What'd you say? Pelagios. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Pelogleo. He said Pelogleos. Pelogleos. Because that's like thin too. But it's different. Yeah, no, that's not that's not no, Neapolitan. Yeah, that's more like New York Damn. style. It's like you know when the crest gets like the bottom of the crest gets like leoparding on it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. there needs to, it needs to be like when you hold the slice. What the difference is Neapolitan? You need a fork and a knife. Super. Yeah. It, they're yeah. super like flimsy. Um, and mm-hmm. not. So you're sitting there and you're like rolling it up and trying to hold it and eat it. Yeah. 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 It's really good. I like Via Tribunales. Plus, Big Mario owns them, so it's pretty cool. These are places. Yeah. Now I'm like Neapolitan. I gotta. Do you know Jake used to work at Via Tribunales? Yeah. Well, I thought it used to be. Oh, it used to be a Via Tribunale, right? And then they changed owners. The one in. uh, What's that place called? Fremont? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're right. I also didn't know Big Mario owned them. Yeah. Yeah. Was that who it switched to? No. No, because they're still via Tribunales, but the one in Fremont changed. Like, it's not a, it's not part of the chain or whatever. Um, But the location in Queen Anne has Big Mario's portrait, like, up on the wall. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Yeah. What I I feel like the Mario's Brother theme song music should be playing in every one of those when you walk in, and it's probably no relation. Big Mario, does he look cool? <laughs> yeah. Does he have a red hat? Yeah, he wears like a little mustache. Oh, yeah. do you want to type Big Mario? It's all Nintendo sixty four looking Mario characters. What pizza? Pizza. We should. Do, you know how people do pub Seattle. crawls? What if we did a pizza crawl? Oh, in. he oh. I love he's that. got he's yeah. got some big hair big yeah. mario has big hair how old is he now this picture looks like it's ancient but it could be a polaroid he might have passed maybe oh no confirm it confirm it yeah <laughs> um i can't i can't see oh wait big mario okay there was a picture of him looking a lot older without the big hair but he still had a full head of hair god bless him big mario yeah us up oh yeah so there's a picture of him here as an older gentleman with shorter hair okay he looks like mario or luigi in this picture and i'm not saying that to be at all um countryist or whatever or background but he has a mustache and a green hat and (laughs) and his hair is perfect so i've been playing a lot of um super mario well mario kart and um Mario Party with my niece and nephew on Nintendo nice. 64. What's Every Mario week, Party? Like Mario Party. Oh wait, that's that guy. That <laughs> so scared sorry. you. That wasn't Sammy, obviously. <laughs> Sammy scared you. Uh, it was. Mario I love Party, that it was also. Imagine. It was also the same pitch as like fire. The like fire alarms. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? When it like yeah, chirps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the chirp. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was yes. a little little longer. Little That's the one thing about dogs that I, I'm not I wouldn't be used to if I got back into having a dog is because the cat is so quiet. And mm-hmm. if someone comes up there's no, and the dogs are just like rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah. Um so my I'll tell you about Mario Party in a second, but that reminded me of my friend's dog who is the same dog. I was hanging out with my niece and nephew's dog, and he hates certain people. <laughs> but loves most people, but like, can't stand, can't stand the neighbor, likes the neighbor, the, the girl, her husband, he hates. So every time he walks in, he like loses it. Just, just like barking crazy. And he runs and pees. He gets scared. So one time I was like, one time, this was before I thought it was that serious. I'm like, he just needs to get to know him. So I picked up Oreo, the dog. He's also, he's an, he's an Aussie mini Aussie okay. um, I picked him up and walked him over to Tyler and held him there as Tyler forced I forced Oreo to sit there while Tyler pet him and he started peeing on himself and freaking out and, I was, and they were like you've traumatized him and so the one time he ran away 
Tyler was trying to get him back in the house and he just bolted and ran like seven miles the other direction. And they found him two days later and two days later. It was crazy. So he doesn't, we figured out he doesn't like Tyler because Aaron, the wife is his like, is his favorite. And so he's jealous that Tyler is with her probably. Um, and then my friend's brother's girlfriend, he doesn't like either because he likes the brother. But then the girlfriend's there and he like he doesn't like significant others very well. Yeah. A little territorial. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that he I had my shoes sitting there and he ran um, the other other night when Tyler walked in for Halloween trick or treating and he ran over and peed in between my shoes on the floor. And I was like, I'm so glad mm-hmm. <laughs> my shoes were just sitting right apart from it. But yeah. So Mario, back to Mario Party though. Dogs peeing, it's it's not fun. But Mario Party is a game. Imagine a board game that's in a video game. So you're just playing the board game, going around, and you have group games. Have you guys ever played Fusion Frenzy? No. I love Fusion Frenzy. So Fusion Frenzy is like a game. There's you pick a character and you're playing all these games together, elimination games, and trying to like you roll in these big balls down. <laughs> you roll down these uh, like. Uh, wheels or whatever you're in them I said big balls just sounded funny right there and and then the outer edge starts falling off of this thing and the last person to roll into the water wins and stuff like that I forgot about that that's the best game I remember the one that's like um um you know at the airport there when you're driving up to the different levels of the parking at the airport Mm -hmm. yeah and you go up that like windy little thing yeah there's yeah. a game like that in Fusion Frenzy, and they have to like jump over stuff and like duck. Or duck. Oh yeah, yeah that one's, So it's a spinning, it's a spinning spiral, and every time I I finally figured out how to master that because you got to watch your guy only and then jump and follow. But I look ahead always, and I see these I see these logs coming down, and I'm like looking ahead, and then I'm pushing buttons. But then if you get hit by one, you're you you jump when you're supposed to duck. All of a sudden you're like. Poof, you hear all these slapping, hitting sounds, and you're dead within like four Isn't hits. Isn't this game like really old? I think so, because it's squared like, up. I remember this from my childhood. Yes, I remember it from uh, now because I still play it, and it's on a, a, on um, Xbox One. It's you can so get fun. It, it's so but cool. But it's super fun. So Mario Party's like that because you get you're going around the board game, and then when someone lands on something, everyone plays a game together. Mm. So it's pretty cool. Okay. So it's not like fun. high stress or anything. And you can pick like different ones to play and board games. And then you don't have to like roll, die, and walk around or do any of that. Because it's doing it for you, which is pretty cool. That sounds awesome. Nice. So big big fan of that. But okay. it's super old. So I'm going, I'm going back in time. I'm now playing everything on Nintendo 64. I even bought like a James Bond game for it in Mission Impossible. And the graphics are 280p, which is lower than standard definition. Yeah. Standard definition is 480p. I've I've never been a fan of board games. Um, I've just never. I don't. I really don't know why. I don't know if we had them growing up as a kid or not. Like we had Monopoly, I think, but then that just destroys that's families. The worst one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why you probably don't like board games because everyone starts it and they're like three hours later. They're like, <laughs> okay, hurry up. Is this game ever going to end? Yeah. And sorry is a good quick one because mm-hmm. there's a lot of games that are or you know. Well, that's a card game. I love Uno. Yeah, Uno's great. Um, there used to be... I've never been able to find what it's called. We had one game that, like, all the the board design was, like, dark colors. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, black. Back. And then... Back game. Um, uh, the pieces were tall triangles or prisms. So, like, you had to, mm. it was basically, like, you had to go around the board. Like, you pick a card, it tells you how many pieces, and then you do all this stuff. But it had, it was, like, a test of knowledge. Like, it would ask you, um, like, facts about things. Um, so you actually learned something. I'm out. Yeah. It seemed yeah. very uh, intense for a child, child game. Yeah. Did you guys ever play like the Bible board games? Because those taught you Bible lessons. No. Egypt to Canaan. My. It was. Uh, 
I think it was on it Easter. Was you learn. You're like, when did this person do this? Yeah. And then you had to like, you'd answer like something from the Bible. And you're like, I know that. And you'd feel like the best person in the world for a moment because you knew your Bible. Yeah. On Easter, my um, nephews and nieces came over to my parents' house and my niece had received or she bought a game or something. It was like a, like a flashcard game that had like Bible facts on it. Mm-hmm. And so... At first, we were like, oh, that's cute or whatever. And then slowly, me and my entire family we like got, got into it. Yeah, we were competitive. We were like, Esther! And like my... <laughs> Yelling across yeah. the room. And like some words my niece couldn't read. So she was like, what does this say? <laughs> like we had to tell her. Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, Ezekiel? Yeah. And you're like, who? And then... Yeah, and Job said, I mean, like Job, what? That's not how you say. Yeah, that's not that word. Or Gob. Gob is a great pronunciation of Geo. And if it's Job, would Geo be like yeah. Gob? Like on a rest of like Gob Bluth. He's like, it's Job. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But I do. We do that with other games too. Like occasionally, we have a group of friends that'll come over and just do like board game nights every like three months or something like that and so it's like a group of five five or seven people playing these games and there's always one where someone can't print like they're they're trying to they have to tell you what to do and they can't pronounce the words and so you're like okay this isn't working the drinking ones aren't as fun because then it's just like those are the ones like i was saying once recently that it's embarrassing if you're not drinking because everyone's supposed to be a little toasty in order to accomplish these goals and then you're sitting there not toasty and you're like i don't want to do this <laughs> but but there's plenty of good ones yeah nice nikki what's on your sweater but that's i sorry i'm so nope. glad you asked let's see it let's see that. oh is yeah. it yeah did you oh, go play yeah, I went to the Coldplay concert. Nice. At um, Pledge. Climate Pledge Arena. Climate Pledge Arena. Nice. So That's the. It was supposed to be. The, it's the first official concert there, right? Yeah, it was awesome. It was so cool. Nice. I went with Ryan and my dad. Oh. And That's it was awesome. the best night of my life. Wow, <laughs> best night. Best best yeah. night. I mean, I've had some concerts that are pretty up there too. It's, yeah, it's awesome. no, I mean, and, it was and you're really... a huge Coldplay fan. Mm-hmm. It was the best night of my life. Nice. Have you we... seen him before? No, this is my first time. It was so awesome. That was a bucket list show for me. Yeah. And my dad, <laughs> after the show, was like, "I couldn't tell if you liked it or not because the first like five songs, you just cried so much." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, um, "No, I love it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so good. It was so awesome. What's your favorite Coldplay song? Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh. Well, okay. Uh. Or I. This is a it's really hard to question. Yeah. Tough and to pick a favorite. Favorite album. Yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. Album. That's the oh, follow-up. Favorite album. Oh shoot. Okay. I oh man no that's also really hard because I feel like they all have like very different. Oh, I have an idea. Top seven favorite Coldplay <laughs> albums. <laughs> okay, well at first I was gonna say for favorite album Parachute because that's the one that I first listened to, but mm. that's also the reason the the reason it's the first Coldplay album I listened to is because it was their first album, and mm. so. Uh, I also really like, I know it's a little basic, but I really like Viva La Vida, the album. Oh, I love that one too. The, um, Jerusalem bells are singing, ringing choir, Roman Catholic choirs are singing song. That's the one. Um, I also like ghost story. I botched it. I botched botched it up, but no, you got it, Eric. Yeah. Um, but I also like all of their albums. So I really like their like, new one. Their new album is really fun. Nice. So it, it's tough to, yeah, When if it's like a favorite artist, it's tough to pick a favorite thing. I, can, I can't, about. yeah, I'm sorry. I can't answer your question. I, do, I cannot pick a favorite Coldplay song. Well, Chris Martin is like the epitome of a rock star yeah, in coolness. So cool. And just like the band is like, it's kind of like Adam Levine and Maroon 5. And I'm not comparing them because it's totally different. And I like, I think Coldplay is way cooler than Maroon 5, in my opinion. But 
Um, you notice, I don't, I couldn't tell you another member of Coldplay besides Chris Martin. And same with Maroon 5. Uh, it's Adam Levine. And it's like, you're known for this. There's other bands that I'm like, I know every, every person in the band, mm-hmm. but, and Coldplay has been the same people the whole time. Right. I think same so. Members. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what's your favorite Coldplay album? Parachute. Me? Parachute. Yeah. Both of you. Oh, um, I, I have to be honest. I like Coldplay. I've never purchased any albums or put add them, added them to a playlist. Hmm. But my favorite song by them is the Jerusalem Bells song, La, La Vida. What is it? La Vida Loca. La yeah. Living La Vida. Yeah. Oh, I bought that album by Ricky Martin too, because for that song, <laughs> Upside Inside Out. It was like, and I look back at it, I'm like, it's the guilty pleasures of the cheesy things I purchased, thinking were really cool at the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I. Ricky Martin stuff now I'm like I don't think I'd listen to it now but I do love that that album with Coldplay and the music video for Clocks Mm. uh, of Coldplay he's walking they did that in reverse he sung backwards and walked backwards that's so cool and then they they moved it they made it they reversed it and so he learned the whole thing backwards and did all this and then they changed it or however it like comes together i forget if he's walking backwards in it or if they flipped it but it was like he had to learn the song backwards which is insane no science is it something about scientists maybe the, it's not clocks. the scientist is it the scientist dang it okay you guys talk a little more about that i'm going to look this up real quick because uh, it's such a cool music video my favorite song is sparks now but Really? Yeah. It's oh, a, a great good song. song. Yeah. That's a good Because I like that it's a little melancholy, a little sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like that whole album kind of is. Rush, uh, what's... Rush to the Blood. Rush of Blood to the Head? Yeah, it's really good too. Rush of Blood album? to the Head, yeah. yeah. Wait, what song are we looking for? The Scientist? Oh. Do you mean I was Yellow, looking up cl- Eric, where clocks. he's on the beach? No, Yellow was the first song I heard, and I and I thought it was awesome though, and it was like coming out on the alternative stations and stuff. The Scientist, I think, is the one the music video where he is walking like backwards, right? Back, yeah, the Scientist backwards, yeah, and he's walking through places, and it's like crazy cool. So I really like the song "Death and All His Friends." Yeah, I really like the song "Lovers in Japan." Yeah. Um, from his new album, I really like the song Beautiful. It's He has so his own album fun. on his own? No, no, the, no, no. The no. new Coldplay album? New Coldplay album. Oh, okay. Imagine him going off on his own. I feel like it'd be very similar. Yeah, it would. Have songs. you seen his Tiny Desk concert, NPR? Mm-hmm. It's super good. Really? And he has a daughter named Apple, and he was married to Gwyneth Paltrow. That's pretty cool. Not and anymore. The other, yeah. I know. Conscious and I know. You know. Yeah. You would know more than me. I thought they were still... No, just kidding. I knew they were divorced, divorced as well. Um, but their other daughter was named something interesting too, right? It was Earthy. Like yeah, her, her name's Earthy. <laughs> earthy. Something Earthy. Yeah, we got we got Apple and Earthy over here. I mean, my friend's na- son's name is Kale, so there's that's a chance. A, that's a cool name. Yeah. And it also reminds me to eat eat better too. So you got that going too. Um, I was curious what you thought of the new arena, actually, because it's brand oh. new. Um, and it's funny. We lost the, the Seattle Supersonics because the city didn't want to pitch in to make Key Arena better. And now they finally made it better. And the Sonics are gone. We don't have the Sonics. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. But, um, I mean, what, what do you think, though? It's really cool looking. Um, I like the concept of it. I think it costs a lot of money and that kind of sad. But... Mm-hmm. It, it's very cool looking um money's and, just an object yeah and they have a lot of um restaurants inside including mm-hmm. like low woodies um oh. i heard i didn't see it but i heard there was a din tai fung inside mm. um dump life so some they have some nice up, upper class places. yeah and it, it looks yeah. cool i mean it's still kind of like key arena and that it's not a huge arena but it's big enough mm-hmm. to make the sound a little bit too weird. Um, oh, oh, gotcha. But yeah. I, I think I heard that when they were designing it, they were basically designing it like 50% for a concert 
like mm-hmm. venue and then 50% for a sporting event. So they're like, trying to so. match in the middle cuz Key Arena had notoriously bad sound yeah. overall, like echoey yeah. sound. Yeah, it's not it's not that much better, but it's cool looking, so. They said there's not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, we so we had really fun was... seats. We could like see everything and they had they also had those like glow bracelets where they're just sitting mm-hmm. in your seat and then you put them on and then they blink with the music. Yeah. That was fun. So is everyone is everyone raising their hands up at certain points and you see this like flood of light around and stuff Yeah. Like that? Well yeah, and then also it's so dark in there that you don't even like you can just be like, Woo waving your hands yeah. everywhere and then Yeah, it's cool. Nice. Yeah, Naf went to see um, Muse at uh, Key Arena back in the day, and they had drones too. flying around. Did you see that yeah. one with drones flying and stuff? Yeah, like there's there's just so many cool things people do that are like way beyond what their music actually is. But I feel like it's like so. I mean, you got a whole team of people doing that. Yeah. And when you see like seven or eight like semi trucks driving in with a band to perform, you're like, that's kind of normal. Oh yeah. For like a. And there's a hundred people behind the stage and behind the set doing all that stuff too. So what's the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, so you're gonna, that's like the Coldplay album question, because <laughs> it's like or a song question. Because oh man, I would say man, because I've seen Metallica. We were gonna talk about uh, talk last last episode. We were talking about listing all the concerts we'd been to, uh, mm. the bands we'd seen. I've seen, I saw the police in 2007 on on their reunion tour. And it was, I love the police and I never thought I'd see them in my lifetime because they broke up years ago and then Sting and the other, and all original Andy Summers and Stuart Copeland, amazing drummer, all got together and no extra players on stage. And Stuart Copeland, the drummer like goes from a bongo set with like all these like rhythmic stuff over to regular set and he jumps back and forth and does all this. Um, so it's three piece and it was like a spiritual experience for me. That might be my like ultimate. Cause I was like, wow, these guys were from the eighties and I got to see it and it sounds so good. Um, and Brian Wilson. Cause I love Brian Wilson. So in 2005 when he could really sing and play. <laughs> so <laughs> what was the question again? Your, what's your favorite concert of all time? How how dare you? <laughs> how dare you is the question. How dare yeah. you not actively listen? Yeah, uh, how dare you? Because she she pulled out on Michaela before. Was like, how dare yeah. you? Is the question. Yeah, that's really hard. I'll give you my top three. Um, cool. I guess I should, Heim. Yeah, three is. Safe. I saw them at the uh, okay. Wamu Theater. Um, cool. Um, the first time I saw Brian Wilson at, uh, Paramount and, oh man, I don't know. Judas Priest. I saw, um, the wall in like 2013. You're talking about Pink Floyd's the wall? When Roger uh, Waters oh, wow. did that, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I have to say, my my other one was Green Day in '94. I saw Dookie. Green Day in '94 at was it Dookie? Dookie and Insomniac era. It was the Dookie album <laughs> that you always like joke about the early days that no one else knows about Green Day except for me. No, it's because I know you. Dookie and Insomniac. <laughs> Every time you bring up Green ones. Day, but no. Every time it's you bring Dookie. up Green Day, you talk about Dookie, and so I like, I like bring. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. To tease you, so I bring she it up sent me time. a. She sent like she sent a group chat to Jake and I with a picture of like Blink One Eighty Two and said <laughs> something about is this the is this from the Dookie era? And I was like, no, this is Blink One Eighty Two. This is not Green Day. Um, but I'll say that was my first rock concert to ever go to. So it was super cool because I'd only been to like Christian concerts before with someone at a mic and a synthesizer. And I saw and seeing Green Day was like, uh, they were my favorite band at the time. And then Metallica in 97, they played with Jerry Cantrell of Alice in Chains out, outdoor concert and Days of the New opened. And Days of the New were like a Alice in Chains, not ripoff band, but they were like grungy, but it was all acoustic. 
So there's like acoustic bass and they had like hair down to the middle of their backs and it's all blowing sideways in the wind. And it just was like the epitome of like older rock, but really cool. And then Metallica played like two and a half hours and did an acoustic set. And, and it was just, we were like still teenagers and that's where I got someone was crowd surfing and I wasn't paying attention and they landed on the, my head and it totally, one of my ears has cartilage that moves and like crunches because oh. of that, that hit still. So it kind of made me remember that show. That was probably why it was very memorable. <laughs> and my friends and I went to so many concerts because we all went to a conservative school and most parents were not listening to the music that we liked. My one's friend, one friend's mom one's liked friends. all the like nine eighties. One friend's, friend's. friend's mom. One's friends. <laughs> My friend Chris, his mom, Kathy, and her husband Bill loved all the music we liked and liked 80s stuff and listened to Black Sabbath. So they took us to all these shows and no other parents would go. So we were 14 and 15 and going to these concerts. So I felt like middle of high school, we'd gone to so many shows and been in the mosh pit and the parents are up in the seats and like, we'll see you kids after, you know, different era, different time. Um, and we didn't wear earplugs. So we're like, we're going to experience this. <clears throat> and then in school, I was sitting there and people are like having to tell things to me three times. And I was like, what? And they're like, forget it. And I was like, no, because I could hear them, but I couldn't hear what they were saying, even though I heard them. Because like we were going to so many shows every few weeks that our ears were just like getting blown up. So yeah. I think I prefer. And it does return. Nice. rock and roll you did the devil hands i would throw the i threw like the side out so it's like the love one or whatever but, i yeah. love you rock and roll, rock and roll. yeah exactly because <laughs> people are like they're putting those devil horns in the air and it was like i was like well maybe they're also just it's a sign for rock that's what people are used to but but we went to a lot of yeah i went to a lot of shows it was fun and looking back i'm like it's cool to be able to see that in that time because seeing a lot of, some of those guys aren't touring anymore other ones are still going but like they're like 65, 70 now. So, you know. And does your hearing return? I don't know. But I think, no, uh, you're shaking your head no. Mm -mm. But I felt, what? It, it doesn't? Does, what? I, what? <laughs> huh? I, nah, so I feel like at the time I'd get home and be like, dear Lord, I'd say my prayer. And I, dear Lord, please bring my hearing back from tonight. I'm sorry that I, that I didn't wear earplugs. <laughs> and I think over time of not listening to things super loud, my hearing improved where I like didn't, it was like less damaged. So I feel like a miracle did happen. That's good. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. What'd you say? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to, when I'd go to l loud shows and like I'd come home that night, I would try to find the pitch that my ears were ringing in. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was always like an yep. E. Yeah. A high yeah, E. Yeah, high E. Well, and that's, the, that's what's crazy. Like that's the sign of hearing loss and people are somehow fine with like, oh, it's, I want to experience this. But then I, I wouldn't do the same thing if I'm like knowing something's causing me to go blind by watching something. I wouldn't allow myself to like continue to watch something I knew was harming my vision. But the ears were just like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and they did. My uncle, went, um, who was a rock and roller as well. Most people in my family were medical people. He was the only other one who played music and didn't do much else with his life. And I'm not saying that as a negative, but he didn't, he didn't like, you know, he wasn't accomplishing a business thing. He was like playing music for years and years and touring and stuff like that. And so, but he, he had ex severe hearing loss because he was always on stage. He was at the spot where I think everything's like an MP3. You've lost the highs and the lows, but you can still hear, hear people talking mm -hmm. well. And that's kind of sad to think you're going to like, I, I would like to be able to hear the full spectrum of sound still so i have um this company i'm going to promote real quick which we're not sponsored by is called eargasm earplugs um and they're like they take <laughs> sorry, they, they take away tw they cut 20 dbs of a uh, 20 db of sound but it lets um the mids and the highs through so you That's can still cool. hear at a concert um, but it does muffle it a lot and I use it during band practice now and stuff and you can actually I can cause If you're standing next to a drum set and you got a snare just like boom 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 in your ear It's no good. So that makes it so I can hear everything the guitars get cut a little but I'm like it's an it's an okay sacrifice for keeping your hearing Yeah, because imagine being deaf we couldn't be doing this, you know 
Uh, my uncle's death. That. I mean, I, <laughs> hey, good segue. I'm sorry to hear that, actually. <laughs> Although Great I'm segue. guessing many of the listeners will think that burp was me. It actually wasn't. I don't know. And it wasn't like, me. Either. Nikki, we don't like liars, okay? <laughs> hey, I got to speak up for Nikki or Dave Matthews, as she called herself on the name thing that we have for each other. So I am Turd Ferguson. Dolly is on is called Drilly, and we have Dave Matthews here. This is our first podcast with Dave Matthews, yeah. actually. So yeah. this is exciting. I mean, we laughed. I'm so grateful that. Are you a Dave Matthews fan too? I'm assuming. <laughs> Hopefully, otherwise you're like I hate him, but yeah. I put his name down. Have we not talked We've about talked this? about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's a giant okay. Dave Matthews fan. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. You don't like him at all. No. Yeah, he's a, and you knew that he, you know, he lives around here and all that stuff too. Do you know where I got my dog? From, From Dave, Dave he at a Dave Matthews concert. Oh. Did you? <laughs> oh, wow. okay. Did you really? It, was it running away? Was yeah, it homeless? And you picked no, it up? No, no, she wasn't oh. homeless. We just met her at a Dave Matthews concert, and they were gonna get rid of her, so we took oh. her. Was this recently? Yeah, like two months ago. So at Dave the, Matthews, where was this? At the Gorge. Oh, this was oh, recent. That would be cool. Wow. Yeah. It was awesome. So is Dave Matthews on your list of top concerts? I mean, yeah, obviously, but also I feel like I can't say that because I've seen him a lot, and so I wouldn't know which one. Well, you wouldn't pick. say one concert, but like, I mean, there's probably one of those in there that was like the first oh, yeah. one. You're like, wow. Yeah. He's pretty cool. I mean, he's really fun to see live. His whole band is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. He's because I haven't. It's funny the people you haven't heard about for years doing things on like, you know, like his music's on the radio here and there, but not that much. But all these guys are still active and touring and doing all this stuff. You just you're not hearing them on mainstream radio, so yeah. you're like, oh, they must have disappeared. But no, they've been doing stuff the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been hearing them on my parents like pandora radio for like my whole life oh and if you have sirius xm they yeah. have a dave matthews yeah. station dmb dave matthews band that's yep. what it comes up as someone i guess there's a foo fighter station that's been taken over by christmas music and i'm on a dave girl like fan group on facebook and there's a lot of outrage <laughs> they're like i'm quitting sirius this christmas music came on the foo fighter station i'm out yeah <laughs> or whatever else people are very hardcore fans Oh man, I feel like Foo Fighters got to be on my list too. I need the, like the top five or seven concerts. So, so many. I cool saw things. Tame Impala at but, the Gorge, and that show was really, really, oh, really, really yeah. Was that recent? Yeah. That's the one that was going to cancel, but it didn't. Yeah. Didn't it rain on you? Uh, or it was windy or something? It was raining that day, but for the show, it calmed down. Well, oh, I good. so I just followed your Instagram story to get the whole story about the Tame Paul show, but then it said like, "Sorry, there's the band, or there's been a cancellation, or there'll be the band isn't out for two hours." And then you were driving back. That's the next post that you posted. You didn't post pictures of the <laughs> yeah. show or video. And then you're like, "We finally got our Tame Impala," and you're listening to it in the car. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, you drove to the gorge, and the band didn't even play." No, yeah, they played. And then you're like, "No, we saw them." Yeah, I but, guess they. Um... Because I thought they didn't have an opening act because they were like two hours mm-hmm. behind from their start time, um, like the time they were supposed to go on. Oh, okay. And, but I guess they did have an opening act who started when they were supposed to, but the band um, was stuck in traffic. Um, like behind the line of all the people that were trying to get to the gorge to get to the show. Yeah. And they're like, how about the cops move aside the people and let the band get through, move upside and let the band go through. Yeah. But traffic out there. I mean, well, the gorge is the the traffic to that venue is the worst. Like the, yeah, the roads to it. It's almost, it's uh, the only thing I've heard of that sounds worse is, um, uh, burning man. Or Coachella down in California my friends went to Burning Man and took an RV and they said um, take a guess how many hours do you think it takes to get out of there after Burning Five. Man I was going to guess 8 oh. 24 23 hours they're in an RV but you're like you're on a one a two lane road or whatever and you have the 
hundreds of thousands of people driving out of there. And it was 17 hours or 18 hours back to LA from Burning Man or some crazy amount. Like it was in the high teens to low twenties. And I was like, imagine being in a car. Yeah. Like they fortunately had an RV and you got a bathroom and this and that. And people can like, you just like sit there and like, okay, this is part of the experience. But I'm like, wow. Not worth it. And I haven't experienced Burning Man. People are like, everything's free. You get in there and you like trade furs and you wear these things. You run around. I'm like, and then they burn. There was a guy that ran. I, I think that some people get into drugs out there too. There's a chance probably because some crazy things are going on. There <laughs> it's was a, like top they, two they things they known giant... about Burning Man. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it a little Burning innocent. Burning Man is drugs. <laughs> okay, it I'm is going drugs, for Eric. the innocent. <laughs> okay, my bad. There's more than That's that so going funny. on, though, right? I really appreciate you, Eric. Yeah. It is drugs. I, I, okay, let me. I'm coming from this point of saying that there's a chance that there's more than just drugs. Because my friend knows that I'm not into drugs, but he was like, "You got to go experience Burning Man. It's so cool." I was like, "Okay," um, but I haven't gone. Um, but anyway, I'm taking. Let's just say it's not all about drugs, and there's other things happening. So there's funny, like Nikki. there's little video games tent. There's all these things. Whatever. Um, but there's also, there's a giant Burning Man they light up, you know, they burn him at the beginning yeah. or the end of it. I think it's the beginning. This one guy was pretty high or something and he ran into the fire. <laughs> oh died. no! One he died? <laughs> and it sounds, he died, or major burn, something happened. He ran oh, into the giant Burning Man being buddy. like, God, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> um, so, um, maybe let's say he didn't die because that sounds better. He just had some major burns and went to the ER. I have a question. 20 hours kind of related to this um okay you know how i feel like in the early 2000s this was a giant wave um walking on coals mm. to like prove yeah. something of yourself yeah wouldn't they just this end was up even before then. burning their feet like you'd get yeah like first degree not burns a, not everyone though this was another this was in other countries it was happening a lot and people would go over there and like they'd like try it and the people that were local had the calluses i think oh. so they could walk and then the other people are trying it and they're just like they're like it's just concentration so that then they're walking and searing their feet and eventually you get to the spot where it doesn't hurt i guess no thanks but people were counting it up uh counting it as like i don't know witchcraft not witchcraft but like witch doctors or whatever somewhere in another area of the world where they're doing this and people will be like oh it's people walking on coals and the spirits are helping them or whatever and it could just be scientifically that their feet are so burned and callous that they don't feel it too because they're walking barefoot which does seem insane it's like the people that like lay on boards of nails although you don't see them laying on a single nail sticking out of a board because the body would just like, here we go. I'm going to try it. Yeah, but tension. all the nails together, yeah. yeah, create a way where it works. So it's all, I think a lot of that stuff is literally just semantics versus like something super spiritualized. Maybe. Yeah. Like my, my dad told a bunch of, well, he told them. No, my dad, years ago, there was like some very conservative uh, Christian group that my mom was part of, was all saying like, Jimi Hendrix, you, the devil play, uh, you let Satan play his guitar or something like that. Or the way like, because Jimi Hendrix would turn towards the amplifiers and lift his hands up and move the guitar and it was making sounds. And they were like, he's conjuring spirits. And you're like, no, that's just feedback from the amps. You know. <coughs> Sorry for the cough. Devil's in your throat. But. Devil's in my throat. Dolly mute Sammy and Eric coughed right into the microphone. I tried to move away from the mic. I was like, um, I just said talk too much and didn't drink anything. So, um, but yeah, there's those things that people like assume are something different, but it's literally just, it's all explainable sometimes. Yeah. Like the, so the, the links people go through to like, try to relieve their internal frustrations Disbelief is amazing. something. Like, give me mm-hmm. an ice-cold Sprite and, like, two hours alone and I'm fine. You know? I feel... Instead of... I don't, what do you like, mean? I don't need to walk colds. I don't need... Oh, yeah. You know? I just need alone oh, time oh. and uh, fresh, uh, refreshing oh, yeah. beverage. <laughs> 
I thought you, yeah, <laughs> thank you. I, I feel like that's very wise of you to not need to go walk on coals and just drink a Sprite. That sounds Yeah, man, nicer. I've solved it. <laughs> I thought I for a moment I thought you were talking about like the people needing to like have a reason why everything happens and stuff and they're like well we need an explanation of this the devil's obviously doing it but like just the fact of people trying to like yeah do daredevil stuff and like I'm good yeah get dollar sprite let me have a sprite well that's okay that's something I feel like I I've always thought look cool but I'm like I have no desire to do this it's like hang gliding where people jump off a cliff and hang glide down I'm like why yeah like i mean i'm sure it's a thrilling rush but what if you just jump off at the wrong angle and your hang glider just goes yeah like Like if there is a percentage of risk that i might hurt myself like walk away from the incident hurt i'd rather die you know (laughs) i'd rather not die actually but yeah i got you you'd rather just be like i'm jumping off this cliff without a parachute if you're gonna make me do this like okay we're not gonna make you do this yeah well, I'm the same. Yeah, like calculate a risk because I'm like, do I want to get injured to the point of like, like people are like, oh, do this cliff jumping and I, into the ocean here. There's an area um, where like water comes up and you got to jump in right at the right time. And if you jump at the wrong time, the water's too shallow. I'm like, why are you jumping off this? It's oh, it's cool. Yeah. Oh no, that's okay. I, I think I'll I pass. just remembered something. <laughs> Me and Eric went to go get lunch the other day <laughs> for work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We were <laughs> wait. Okay, okay. What, what's happened? I don't. What? Which? Where? Where? What day? Was uh, it? We were in his Fiat. <laughs> there was a giant puddle <laughs> by the oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> by the exit of the parking lot. <laughs> he, yeah. he goes, watch this. <laughs> and he goes into the puddle. <laughs> <laughs> to veer over to it. Yeah. And I have a tiny car. Tiny car. <laughs> We, it makes a little splash. Yeah, it makes a little splash. But then we started talking about, like, what if there was, like, a giant hole underneath the puddle? And we end up drowning in this little yeah. clown car. <laughs> and, and then people just come along and see, like, a taillight sticking out. And they're like, oh, well, that's weird. What's that? And then two days later, they pull my car out and we're in there dead because we decided I decided to try to drive through a stupid little puddle as a joke. Like, let's see this. Because Eric's like, watch this. Yeah, watch this. Oh, man, it's so funny. Like, those... You guys know those um, like strain of videos where like people think they're just gonna jump into a puddle and they end up like <laughs> they end up in like Halfway a sinkhole. Their neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it's like. It's like they take one step and it's like boom, yeah. and they like, fall in half their legs. There's so. a video of this huge, like this like meathead of a guy, and he's getting pissed that mm-hmm. he's walking through mud, so he takes off his shoes so that they don't get dirty. <laughs> tries jumping like this <laughs> he tries jumping like the small gap <laughs> and it's floating debris <laughs> he goes all up and down like he disappears completely <laughs> fully submerged <laughs> uh, it, those are yeah reality I love watching fail videos and fail army because reality is the best comedy it's yeah, so but funny. the level there, I, so I follow a couple go ahead sorry oh, go ahead. <clears throat> I was just going to say I follow a couple um, golfing like Instagram channels that show like mess ups and stuff and there's like so many of guys right on the edge of water that are trying to like hit their ball out safely one guy like hits up, tries to hit up a hill, and goes stumbling 40 feet down the hill by trying to hit the ball over this little bluff. And he almost goes into, like, a ravine. And then another guy hits it and falls flat on his back into two feet, a foot and a half of water that he's standing in to hit the ball that's right on the edge of the land. And he's like, boom, and he's, like, soaked. And that kind of stuff's just so good. And, it's, you know, it's not – they're filming him to see him do it, and it's like it's not staged. It's all real. Yeah. So, so good. <clears throat> just so funny. But what really got me Watch that this. day with the puddle was that, like, just how morbid we quickly leaned into. <laughs> we like... went to, like, death. We were dead <laughs> 10 seconds we... after driving through the puddle. Because you can't see it from the main building where we were. So it's like, who would find us, you know? 
Put it would take in so a puddle long. for two days until it dries yeah, out. Yeah, it would take so long for people to find us. And chances are that the puddle's small enough where the doors aren't able to yeah. open if the hole's there, and so you're just stuck in there and you can't even get out. Yeah. And the back of it won't open except unless someone opens it from the outside. So it's really just a death trap. Yeah. And yeah. I can't swim, so I'd for sure drown in you the car. Swim? Yeah. At all? <clears throat> no. All right. Well, um, if you want to learn, I'm okay. It's definitely cool. Okay, but you could like doggy paddle, maybe. Yeah, in and the like water. I, can, I can float and stuff. Or, actually, that's all there is to it. I'm a terrible swimmer, and I get tired in like ten seconds. So, I, I've always thought about this. I'm like, I have a strong will to live, obviously, at all times. But if I got like um, shipwrecked at sea, and you're out there, and there's nothing, and you're floating. I think after an hour, I would probably, <laughs> I would fight. But I feel like I might, there's a chance I might just be like, okay, well, I'm, well, I, floating's fine. But if I had to swim, like paddle, paddle, eventually your legs cramp up and you just hope that someone finds you. But I would just float on my back. And I'll, I can't even swim across the swimming pool without turning and floating on my back because I get tired paddling. So it's just like, and then turn over and do this and float. Yeah. Yeah fun so actually the thing that could save your life is having those things that people make fun of all the times those inflatable arm floaties if you carried those at all times on trips with you and put them in your suitcase like what's this for like just in case um and then everyone else is out there everyone's floating (laughs) everyone's floating and or everyone's drowning and you're sitting there you're like should have brought your wings (laughs) and you're sitting up there and then everyone tries to pop your wings because they want them so you know but just small thoughts. Did you guys ever see Open Water, the movie? No. Um, it's actually based on a true story, and a husband and wife team shot it on. Um, so, this won't matter if you're not into cameras, but the Sony VX2000 or PD150, which is the same camera I had. So I was really excited the fact that they used like a consumer camera and shot it. But they were um, a husband and wife team, film team from from texas and they flew down the caribbean each weekend with their two actors it's a true story about a couple that goes on a vacation scuba diving and the boat takes them out and the boat leaves them and doesn't realize they're not on the boat and goes back and then they can't like they aren't like found and stuff for a while and i don't want to give away the ending um but you can tell it's going to be great yeah. um but the be <laughs> um but they they're actually they're just out there with scuba gear and like there were there's times they're surrounded by sharks they actually filmed and they are so low budget the the boat the the crew was like uh just take us to where all the sharks are and they had the actors and the cameraman jump in the water with real sharks and no training around them and there's real sharks circling them and it's just actually them filming from the boat or wherever the people are at with sharks around them and the sharks didn't bite them but it's like crazy the actors are willing to get in the water and do that so it's a cool movie to see for that element um but there's a really awkward sex scene at the beginning so i'm gonna warn you guys now because it's just weird because it's like a home movie camera so you feel and the couple's like very just like actually people so it feels like you're just watching someone's actual life and it feels like weird that it's not like a film production so the whole movie is kind of lower budget but it's uh it won a ton of awards and they did it for a super low budget. So that part was super cool. And it just brought about all my fears of being lost at sea. So whenever I'm in the ocean, I don't go over my head. I stay where I can get back to land. That makes sense. I also think you should learn how to swim. Both of you. Oh, I can swim, but I just <laughs> choose to float and I can, I can, I can uh, do the, arm stroke one and then doggy paddle but i just get tired after a little while mm, or okay. like the one what's what's the frog one where you're swimming with your arms out like this and kicking you know yeah the frog one yeah i've tried snorkeling a few times yeah the frog <laughs> one yeah that's what they call it frog i've tried snorkeling a few times but um i ne- so there's always one person that has fins and then they don't have extra and so i'm like i can do it without the fins and i go just with my feet and arms and i get so tired oh yeah because you can't go very fast and so you're sitting here and i was like i don't need the i don't need the mouthpiece let me just use these goggles I'm like, and i'm like gulping air and like just running out of energy and fish. I'm like, i don't care anymore <laughs> after about a couple of minutes so 